Okay, now. Now go. Podcasting live from quarantine, where we didn't ask to see ID or nothing, but she swore she was COVID-19. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast Pandemic Edition. I'm yeah. Colin Daniel with highly respected hockey authority, Ryan Bolding. Producer, Scott Stafford. And your host, John Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blowing, blowing yeah. Hell yeah. Microphones. Hell yeah. Blowing up microphones. It's happened again. It's been so long. Welcome, everybody. Woo. Welcome to the show. It's great to be with you. Uh, it seems like the sign of the times that everybody's doing a four box show where there's different faces set up, but that's how we got to do it now. Unfortunately, uh, hopefully we can get back to it uh, very soon. But it's uh, it's good to what see. What does very soon mean? Like 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 a year, year and a half? Like how soon is? I think I think we're looking at a month or so, probably. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. decade. Yeah, w- weren't we told uh, Easter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's coming up a little too soon, but. Um, but we're live, so hopefully we can entertain you all out there for the next uh, next whenever. I, we'll see how long we can go for. Um, but I am wearing my Rockies hat because today would have been opening day, and it's a very weird thing that we we can't um, we can't be watching baseball. Scott's got his shirt on. Um, it's it's a bummer, and I think that's kind of the you know, the theme of the show tonight is how how we're going to adjust to it. Uh, very weird that the that the basketball and and hockey seasons were cut short. Uh, they said they might come back in July, but I'm kind of like, well, what's the point? Um, Ryan can probably speak to that to the NHL side of it in a little bit. But um, how's everyone feeling? Is everyone healthy? healthy. I certainly I certainly hope so. Um, we have a we have one of those little thermometers that you can point at somebody's forehead and take their temperature with and a you, laser. And you still put it up your ass? And I still still put it up my ass. And um, it does look like a giant suppository. <laughs> the reading is is spot on every time. So that's good. So I think we're healthy. What about so that, you, Ryan? That's that's the thing. You're just sitting around taking your temperature, just like, oh my God, oh my God. Every dude, I'll tell you, it's funny. Every time I get like a little tickle in the back of my throat or a hangnail or a little cough or a sniffle, it's like, ah, 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 coronavirus, I'm gonna die. Right. I think, it's I, think that's, I think that's what everyone's experiencing because I was telling these guys before, I was like, I've had like a cold for the last week, which just feels like a cold to me. It's like in my kind of sinuses, but it, like all of a sudden I'll start getting a little hot and I'm like, oh no, here it comes. Oh, oh no. And I and I, I guess that's them, what, I get hot and cold. Yeah, that's what that's how everyone feels, right? Sometimes yep, I'll be I enjoying the a, thermometer. Sometimes I'll be enjoying a nice big bowl of bat soup, or maybe some maybe a big old hunk of pangolin. And after like afterwards, I get feeling really weird, you know. And I always think, oh no, that's <laughs> coronavirus again. But I know it's a dragon. It closed some chloroquine tablets, and you're good. Well, so we. We had, like a couple of us have written some stuff about this, and one of the things I was talking about was why you know why don't they just why don't they just test these guys and get them back out on the court or the ice and and play to empty arenas? People want to see it, but I guess the teams make their money by people coming in and buying Coors Lights and do all that that stuff, and that's what they want bodies in the seats, but they can't get it. But they could 
maybe they could get the seasons going and then have some playoffs where everyone could actually show up. I just don't know if they can do it. They just had an, an abs player tested for it. That's going to happen, but they could at least do that and find out who has it and get back to playing. Don't you think? Oh, no, I don't. I, 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 I see where you're coming from, but I don't think they could do that because I think they'd find out that a third of the team is contracting <laughs> the coronavirus. True. Um, so no, I think the numbers are such that, um, it would tend to eliminate enough of the player pool, not necessarily based on their symptoms, but, um, on their simply possessing the virus that that would shut down the seasons in and of themselves, even if they were playing to an empty arena. Yeah, that's a, that's an issue. Um, you don't know you have it until you test and the tests are taking a week to get back and they're right up in each other's faces. I mean, it's 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 a problem. I I don't think there's going to be sports for a long time, guys. A long time. Even if they start up those two seasons again, nobody can watch them on TV. So they really need people to be in the building. I think they'd get away. Excellent. Point. I think they'd figure out a way to get that figured out if they came back. I really do. You'd hope so. I'd, I'd, hope so. I'd be, I'd be a like, I just I just think that they that. You know the 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 Utah Jazz got tests immediately, of course. While there's like poor people can't get tests, so you know they're thinking, okay, we got to test the Avalanche. But I, what are they going to do with like the Rangers? You know, those guys got to play in New York right now. I don't know if they'd even want to do that. I, I just think it's just it's just it's going to have to be a wait and see thing, and they're going to have to give it a couple more weeks for it to ride out. At the time, I thought, yeah, that might be a good idea. Having played to empty, um, empty arenas just to put the games on, but that's really a selfish thing. So we have something to watch, you know, uh, I I want something to do instead of watching. That's the thing. Everyone's watching all these old games. I can watch like 10 minutes of it. And I'm just like, okay, I won. I know the outcome of it, which sucks. And two, it's just kind of like, yeah, I can watch highlights. But watching the whole game, I just can't do it. I've decided. What I've been watching lately, and I think that everybody should, is the um, the Diecast Racing Championships. If you go to YouTube and type in Diecast Racing Championships, these guys just take Hot Wheels cars, they're Matchbox cars, and run them down a gravity track. But they've got multiple cameras, multiple camera angles, replays, announcers all names for all the drivers and what vehicle they're in and um i've gotten i've gotten no less than two hours of entertainment by watching that so if you're looking for something that's sports like and very entertaining check out the diecast racing championships on youtube it's fucking hilarious so i'd like to go back to uh rudy gobert really quick and uh how many hundreds of thousands of lives did he save by being an idiot because <laughs> that's what it all changed. That's all true. Once, yeah. once, yeah. Because once he did, the NBA shut down, and they were like, "Oh, this is serious." And I think once, hockey once, shut down, baseball shut down, Disneyland shut down. Remember that uh, Post Malone concert was three days later. If Rudy <laughs> Gobert doesn't pet, test positive for coronavirus, how many weeks of games do we have at that point in time? How many hundreds of lives are lost? Rudy Gobert, the idiot hero, we didn't know we needed. We, we have had a lot of idiots do a lot of things that end up being being good in, in history. I think you could chart it. And we do it every time we record. <laughs> True. Um, it's no, funny, uh, the, the, the Hurricanes, Carolina Hurricanes broadcast guy, I mean, he travels, he does NBA, or not NBA, NHL on NBC games a lot, but he stayed in the, the hotel room Rudy Gobert's hotel room after that 
they left the hotel. So Carolina went into wherever Utah was leaving. And so he ended up having to get quarantined just in case he got it after staying in the hotel room, even after it was cleaned. Because of all the semen all over the place. <laughs> yeah, because that's how you catch it, do droplets. It. <laughs> and then the, the and he was player probably got it from San Jose. And two two guys in Ottawa were in San Jose. They got it. So San Jose is like the other hotbed. Ugh, it's gross. It's horrible. And it's, you know, it's terrible. And people are dying and stuff too. And it's like, it, it, I'm sure there's people that know somebody affected by it. And it's just like, it, it's just so uh, like uprooting. And you're just like, I, I've never spent so much. I, and I spend a lot of time at home. But like I'm spending a lot of time at home, you know, and I'm, as I'm sure most people are. But it's it's crazy, and I think the lack of sports is is one of those things that has really kind of like driven it home for people and made it like especially bizarre. Well, and it's especially bizarre because we are locked in our homes and we don't have that to look forward to. Um, so it, yeah, it, this is, <laughs> I mean, it's the craziest thing that's ever happened in our lifetimes. I was just thinking about the the 1918 Spanish flu and, you know, people didn't have Netflix and sports and ESPN and stuff. Then you're like sitting by candlelight, reading a book and I don't know, going to bed, sleeping. Well, I talked to a fellow the other day and and I got a lot of perspective from him, a fellow that uh, is kind of a a legend in in Denver, um, real, real crazy dude. And uh, he's been in prison several times. He did a year and a half in solitary confinement. And I was kind of griping. He's like, listen, brother, that's why I'm glad I've been to prison because I'm so used to this and I'm so comfortable just being with myself. And uh, I think it's hard for a lot of people, especially when we, we, I think for the most part, like have families and stuff and people to be around. A lot of people don't. That would be a bummer, especially with those sports. Oh, yeah. just saying, you look at people's Instagrams and their social media and you can judge how they're handling it by how many times a day they post. I think the people <laughs> who can't handle it are just on there posting over and over like, here's me with a bike. Here's me with outdoors. Here's me with the dog. I, I have someone that I know and um, he's been and I've known him for a long time. I rarely hear from him on social media and I've heard from him a little like quite a bit and i was like oh, that's kind of odd i'm like oh, nice to hear from him but i was like going stir crazy that's what it is so so what have you guys been doing like i'm working still have uh, but colin i can't imagine that you are and john you can't and i am Brian, no, i don't know we're, we're both still, we're both still working um i've got the store open we are considered an essential service so um but okay. it's we're we're running the place far fewer hours. I went from a staff of 10 to a staff of four and we cut our hours by three hours a day. So instead of eight hours, we're open five. And did you, we have, did you lay them off? What was the process with those every, other everybody, six employees? What happened? Everybody's been told to apply, apply for unemployment and we'll see what other type of payroll maintenance assistance comes down the line and keep our eye on that. It's a, it's a bummer. It's a bummer for a lot of people, a lot of businesses, I'm trying to rotate my guys through. I've got a core group of three, and I'm trying to rotate a fourth through. Um, 
And, uh, you know, the rest of them, I try to maintain telephone contact and make sure that they are getting their unemployment paperwork done and all that kind of stuff. It's a, it's a bummer. And we've got a counter three feet inside our front door and you stop there and, and there are gloves available at that counter. There's hand sanitizer available at that counter. And we don't so much as handle somebody's credit card without wiping it down. Um, everything gets wiped down consistently and constantly. And that's the only way I'm comfortable doing it. Cause I've got an asthmatic son at home. I'm not bringing this bug into my house. And I know as somebody who's still working, John feels the same way. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, and I was thinking, you know, tying it back to sports, all these arenas and stuff had these people working there and like, players had to step up and be like, I'm going to give a million dollars. And then the, uh, and all the owners were kind of like begrudgingly like doing it. And then didn't like the Bruins just like say they were going to, they were going to cut it. What was the thing, Ryan, you saw it. What the, what did the Bruins do? And, every, and the guy was like, everyone's like, this guy's a billionaire. He could afford to, to help these people out a little bit. They, they seem to be they, the owners of these teams seem to, they, they were reluctant to maybe help people out uh, that were working for them and don't have jobs anymore. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, it's wild. Boston laid off like 68, I don't know, full-time employees. And then they're like uh, reducing the salary of another 78 salaried employees indefinitely. So, you know, those guys may never get the money back. Um, and Jeremy Jacobs is worth $4 billion. So it's, I mean, he, he has a little leeway there. Obviously, you know, people don't make money by handing out money, but um, you know, the Carolina hurricanes, they just announced that their staff is getting one more paycheck and then they have to take PTO next week and they don't know what's going to happen. That's, under, that's understandable. I get that. <clears throat> when Dallas, the, the GM and the president said, we'll take a 50% pay cut so we can try and keep everybody paid, you know, but it's a, you know, AHL teams are having to let go of staffs and it's a wild world out there in sports where you don't have any money coming in. And if, if you're running, you know, right on the line, you can't really afford to keep people on. Uh, well, and, yeah. and it's, well, it's not like, and it's not like, um, you know, it's not like a, a Starbucks or something where you can be like, okay, we're, we're, we're good. We can, we can bring you back to serve, to serve coffee. No, they can't bring them back to stand in a crowded arena with people breathing on them. You know, it's just not, it's just not practical. So I get it, but it also, they also look really bad because when, when Drew Brees has to pony up $5 million or whatever he did today, which is really impressive it's it's kind of like it kind of makes them all look bad and, and maybe they're doing maybe they're doing something behind the scenes but they really should get a pr person to let everyone know that they're that they're contributing when so, like uh the devils and the 76ers are owned by the same company and they announced they were going to do some pay reduction and i think it was joel Embiid. maybe uh-huh. is he on the 76ers yeah. he stepped up and said he would pay the difference and so the organization actually walked it back and said okay we're not going to do it right now but um for me i've been most impressed with the nba player response to yeah this situation and those guys offering to step up and, and offer money. That's because they, that's because they, they infected the most people and they have a lot of money because they make massive contracts. But you know, when you hear an organization say we're going to pay our staff, 
then you wonder, okay, well, does that include Argus or, you know, legends at Pepsi center? And, and how do you consider that? Like their KSC's statement was very vague in that they said, we encourage our partners to do the same, but you don't really know who's getting paid and who isn't getting paid. Um, real quick. We've, we've got a question for Colin. I'm going to put it up on the screen. Can you see it, Colin? Hey, Aaron. Hey buddy. Thanks for asking. Um, I'm not going to say that it's been perfect. Um, because it hasn't been perfect, but all in all, it's going real well. And I have right here my, let's see, these are my Nicorette lozenges. And, uh, I was just eating on one just now, but it, you know, it's, it's fucked up because when you go to eat something else or drink something like a sip of beer, everything else tastes fucking weird. If you've been fucking <laughs> on one of those. So, so every now and then I got to take them out of my mouth and set them aside, but thanks for asking. And it's a great time, uh, obviously for anybody. How, how about this? How about this? You stopped smoking before this hit, and apparently all the people that were smoked, all the people that were smoking, got hit hardest, and like a lot of people died who were probably smokers, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of wild. And uh, we got a celebrate. Woo! I'm, uh, yay! Yay! <laughs> yay! Yeah. Stay done. Hey, does anyone know if the players are still getting paid? Hockey, basketball, baseball, yeah. are they still getting paid right now? I would think so. I believe so. I believe so. There was some talk about NHL players foregoing their fourth payment, but it's only like four games or something, just the, the first week of April. And the, the idea would be to limit escrow because the NHL has escrow and the players are going to get hit hammered with escrow now. Um, so the idea was kind of to, to try and knock that down. But um, I, I haven't heard of any league yet any major league not paying players. I know some minor leagues were struggling. So, so let's get into this. Uh, the NHL thought they'd come back in July and probably the NBA would probably come back around the time. Is that realistic? Or are they just going to bag it? They're just going to bag the season. I, I saw somebody go, Oh, they're going to, they have to get a champion because they, they have to have it. They just can't have it. Unlike our fantasy league, which isn't going to crown a champion this year, Ryan, because although it should be me, but that's a, that's a different discussion we'll do in the third hour. Um, but uh, they should, they Wait, should the third hour. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should, uh, they should, they get a crown of champion, whether it's an NBA champion or an NHL champion, they got to have one because for their, you know, for their brand, do you think it's, do you think it's feasible that any of those leagues are going to get going by July? And if, why, why should they? It's unpredictable, right? Cause the first thing we got to do is kill the virus on, on, out, out in the world and then end transmit human to human transmission. So we're already started late in, in this social distancing thing to stop it. Um, so it's kind of, you know, it's not really in our hands. I think the best solution would be to end the seasons where they are, c try to offer some sort of wild card play in situation and try and do a playoffs or, you know, just like the champions hockey league in Europe, is a tournament comprised of all these different leagues and they just play the playoff games or the, in the middle of the season here or there, you can just, you could budget in playoffs next year in the middle of the season, play a 60 game season, play two playoffs, one mid season where you play a game here or there and, and continue with your schedule and then move on. I don't think it's outrageous to think that, but you know, the, the longer that they hold on to these, these fall winter sports, um, it, it's everybody's going to lose money because 
you're going to run into baseball time, you're going to run into football time, and the leagues try to not compete against each other as best they can. You know, nobody wants to compete with the NFL. Well, they're they're saying that they're like, oh, we can still get a full MLB season. And it's like, no, just fucking start it in whatever, June 30th. Start the season and finish it out how it usually is. It's well, too long yeah. anyway. We don't, we don't need like 30 doubleheaders. We don't need that because right. that's what they're going to have to do. No, that'd be terrible. Let me interject here, guys. And one thing I'm figuring out as we go, and I'm sure you are too, is that we can't um, do the show the exact same way we usually do because we can talk over each other in person when we're recording in the studio. But this thing chooses one voice, and that's it. And so it's kind of a different way of making transitions. But um, here's what I... Thanks for explaining that to us. Yeah, but... (laughs) Uh, you got it. Um, while while I'm sitting here thinking about this and when the leagues might start up and seasons and all that, you know, to me, my mind can't go there because we have to stop this virus before we can even consider it. And we can't kick the can down the road or we are going to lose summer. We're going to lose July and August. I mean, honestly... I believe the solution right now from the top should be that we shut this thing down until May 15th. And then we have a press conference and tell everybody if it's worked or not. Um, What the way we're conducting business in Colorado, if that were federal, I think that I would feel comfortable thinking 45 days. But what I'm fearful of now is that we, we don't fucking get sports back for a year because we don't do what we have to do. This thing continues to spread in the United States. And then once we get it tamped down, it comes back with a vengeance on a second cycle, which tends to be what happens with these kind of things. So we need to first make sure we don't spread it to one another for at least 45 days and then hope that whatever uh, pool cleaners or whatever fish tank cleaners we can take will actually work. Whoa, whoa. Let's not get political. Let's let's not get political. I think you're right. You know, the NHL has precedent during the Spanish flu. They, they canceled the playoffs and didn't, didn't award a champion. It was the, what was it? It was Seattle Metropolitans and the Montreal Canadians. And they, they just canceled it. TV revenue was a lot different back then. Oh, TV was like non-existent. (laughs) Exactly. That's the joke, Ryan. Telegraph. It was telegraph revenue back then. (laughs) I wonder if you (laughs) every tick I get three cents. (laughs) Um, No, I. You know what? I. Why when you said that, I just thought I thought, oh man, what if we hit July fourth and everyone's like, no, we can't, you can't, you can't, you can't go outside. It's just gonna be depressing as hell. I want and and that you named the date. I want July fourth. I want to have a barbecue on July fourth. So for God's sakes, America, let's get this right. Well, the, the worst part is people who don't take it seriously. I like to use Facebook comments as a barometer for average thinking in this country. And I, I was reading comments on some friends' posts, and some people just think it's overblown and there's nothing to it, even though people are are dying every day all around the world. You know, it's I guess for some people it's kind of unfathomable that this could be happening. Oh, it is absolutely unfathomable that it could be happening and I, I think you're right that's a big part of where the resistance comes in um but I, I think your friends are also younger than mine 
and people my age or in John's age and Scott's age it, who are pushing their 50s are taking this fucking thing real seriously. Yeah, and I've, yeah, for me, I've been die. somebody who started taking it very seriously early on and watching people who are like, oh, no big deal. I'm going to fly here. I'm going to do this. And you're like, I have friends who are like, you got to buy plane tickets now. They're super cheap. <laughs> like, why? So Dude, you, I, you guys, I have a friend who flew to Miami on a Friday three weeks ago intending to get on a cruise ship on Sunday. Oh, I know with his entire family, wife and kids. And I was like, dude, I I don't know what you're thinking, but I mean, that's really dumb, but you do you sit this one out. um, So on Saturday of that week, I texted him and I said, did you hear what Trump said about the cruise lines? Immediately. My phone rang. He like, he's bring Hello. What did Trump say about the cruise lines? I go, uh, it's over, dude. They closed. They shut him down, bud. He's like, fuck, and hung up the phone. That was the last <laughs> I heard from him. And uh, they ended up going to Key West, and Key West would let them leave, but they would not let them come back. Oh, and they ended, up, they ended up having to fly home two weeks after they left. They had to. They went from Fort Lauderdale to Indianapolis got a rental car and came to Denver because they could not find a flight into DIA anywhere. So they flew to Indianapolis and drove a rental car back. Sounds who, who has canceled trips so far. I've, I've, I've canceled three. I was, I was supposed to be at Disney world Monday. This I was supposed Monday. to be a rage against the machine on Saturday in New Mexico. Um, I wasn't going anywhere. But I, ha- I have so- I have some in the future that are probably impacted by it. So um, so if if you had gone, let's say, OK, so Rockies would have started in San Diego. They would be starting here in what the week from a week from tomorrow, a week from tomorrow. And I would have been tomorrow. gone. I would have missed it. OK, well, if let's well, good, then you, you're not missing. It. So envision your perfect your perfect day, Colin. If you're going to opening day, how you, how are you doing it? Uh, meeting up with you and Scott and Mark Mosier in the icy, freezing cold rain. That was a blast. <laughs> that was fun. It was cold, but it was fun. It was fucking freezing. Oh, my God. It was. So- <laughs> but hanging out with the Moj was awesome, which is funny. It, 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 hearing these guys, Vic and Moj and all these talk show hosts trying to talk about sports on their regular schedule. It's pretty great. <laughs> what, are, what are they pretty, talking about? Pretty great. What are they uh, covering? I heard, I heard uh, Connor McGahey read Green Eggs and Ham on the air. <laughs> wow! I shit you not. So that's awesome. They're coming up with whatever they can. They're talking about food, talking about smoking ribs. They're talking about, I mean, you name it. And of course, Crackman's always talking about old games, and you know, and I'm with you guys on the old, on the old games thing. Uh, it's it's you know. I can watch Ken Burns baseball, but I don't want to watch an old game. Um, I, that was just a picture Mike Peterson sent me. He he took a screen cap and he put a heart around me, not you guys. Oh, so, uh, sure. sorry. Um, have you have you guys ever watched Brockmire? Have you watched Brockmire? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah yeah. The new season of Brockmire has come out. If you want a little baseball, the uh, baseball thing, it's got Hank Azaria is the is the star of it. Um, there's like three seasons, I think of it, maybe four. Um, they're very short. Um, they're not, not very long episodes. 
And uh, now it's weird. He's, he's the commissioner of baseball. It's kind of bizarre, but it's, it's baseball centric and it's got him uh, at first being a, like a, a crazy drug addict. Um, but it's very good. If you want some baseball stuff. Yeah. I, I just, just, he doing I funny just, voices. He, no, not exactly. He doesn't break he's in a poo different. character the whole time. He, he does not do a poo at all. He does his own thing. Um, but uh, you can hear, you know, you can hear the, uh, you can hear it in his voice. So. I only want shows about people who own tigers. That's all I want. That sounds like the show right now. It Everyone is, loves I it. I have not seen it. Oh my god! I haven't either. It's oh good. my, oh my lord! <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yes, it's good. It's well done, but the subject matter is—you can't even believe it's not scripted. Honestly. I just, I kind of just, I kind of drifted in and out while my wife was watching it, and then all of a sudden it was like. This is Joe Exotic's second husband. And I was like, what, what the fuck? I was like, what's oh, going man. on here? He's a, he's a polygamist gay tiger breeder. <laughs> and me- meth dealer. And meth wow. dealer. And and not to mention the other guy, there's another dude who's in Florida who's got seven wives. Well, well Florida? All, yeah, and they're all crazy hot, too. So they're polygamists. I mean, the tiger people are awesome, man. I mean, I didn't know people like that existed on this earth. Yeah. I guess so. Um, so, I mean, what else is there to talk about? I mean, I, other other than the experience, everyone's having the same experience. I can't find toilet paper. I can't find bleach wipes. Um, you know, it's well. The, it's, the new the new hotness is the motorcycle fucking racing. Lakewood Police Department put out a post last night about about seeing a hundred and sixty eight mile motorcycle on Kipling <laughs> on Kipling. My God, I'm going one hundred and sixty eight miles an hour. Oh my God, that's awesome! And just tonight, I right before we decided to start rallying the troops here, I was walking around the neighborhood playing Pokemon Go, and I'm out of Pokeballs. By the way, it sucks. Um, great game. You can buy them for I, one uh, Pokecoin. I, I'm not. I'm not buying. Oh no, they, they put them on sale. Yeah, they they, they did a up. lot of stay at home uh, incentives. All right, well that's good. I'll look into that. But I'm walking around and. Uh, Oh my god! I just entirely forgot my fucking point. You're talking was, about the the traffic and speed all that racer. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I heard him off speed the racing. Just fucking flying, dude! I can hear Santa Fe Drive and I twenty five from my house, and off in the distance, they're just fucking top of sixth gear, eleven hundred cc's of fury, just raging down the highways. It's nuts right now. You and know you what? Can, what I hear all day. What I noticed was when I was uh, six and Kipling, and it's horrible. When when I when I was driving, when I'm driving into work. Now, granted, I love the lack of traffic, but I would I would prefer to be clogged up by idiots if it meant that everyone was going to live and be healthy. I'll take that, but it is nice to have no traffic. And I was coming up to like these intersections where I normally was all always backed up, and I just instinctively started slowing down because I just that's what you do there. You slow down because you never get through, but it's green light, baby, and I'm just like woo right on through. So I have to like almost retrain my brain to to drive differently now. And I find myself driving even more slowly because there's no one behind me to honk. <laughs> that motorcycle too. racers are one pothole away from you know. Oh spinal cord injury right now it's spring those <laughs> roads aren't ready for that kind of stuff the roads are terrible speaking of injuries has anyone uh, been i've i injured myself just a couple of days ago i sliced a couple of fingers open oh! and I, was, I was i was horrified 
to, uh, I sliced it open. I looked at it and I saw the slice and then it just opened up like it smiled at me and just started gushing blood. Oh. Um, but I wasn't going to go to urgent care, like not a no. chance in hell. As, uh, um, so I got some uh, liquid bandage kind of stuff and it burned like hell. Uh, <laughs> anyone else injuring themselves? Oh, come on, dude. Uh, <laughs> so, anyone else injuring themselves over uh, this time? I, I oh, find so, more injury prone so, right now. So two weeks ago, my wife, we had this like Japanese meat knife and it's the sharpest fucking thing ever. And she was cleaning it with a sponge, but she, she like put it towards her and, and clean through it and cut through the sponge cut her hand open really bad so I two, this is the night this is the night the nba was shutting down that that was that night so i had to take her to the emergency room and we're in there just like and, Hold your and breath. it was like yeah it was somebody was in there they were all like they were all covered up and they were throwing something away in a plastic bag and we were kind of like hold our breath as we walk by. And I was like, Oh God, we just went to ground zero. But yeah, she got, she got cut bad though. She had to have stitches. So, but um, we didn't want to go back. So I removed them for her on Sunday. I got to sit down and, and trim them and, and remove the stitches. Yeah. It was uh, it was quite a trip. I was a little nervous at first, but it was no problem. That's, that's, that's really amazing, dude. That's it's incredible. Sweet, it's a sweet story. So <laughs> I got a story for you guys. So this is about, Oh gosh, this might be two and a half or so weeks ago. Now we're in the back at the shop running, mo running a motor. We had just installed a, a stator. What's called a stator. It's like, it makes the electrical power that off the engine. And we wanted to test if it was making enough electrical power at high RPM. So the guy's holding the motor open. Brah, it's just running, brah, running. Brah, and they've got the meter hooked up to it. All of a sudden, boom, motors fucking explodes into a thousand pieces. Oh. Dude. pieces of chunks of things of heavy cast steel and fucking piston con connecting rod and clutch parts and shit fly all over the room smashing out lights in the ceiling like, boom going Ugh. going through the drywall on the other side of the room flashing by guys heads i had six guys back there and i heard all this shit start exploding i run back there one guy is just bleeding as it looked like you were pouring a bucket of blood it was oh. insane this shit went right through his arm great like, timing. Through oh it. god through it and yes we get there fucking emergency rooms a fucking mess i we called 911 ambulance the whole fucking bit we go down there and long story short it went this chunks of steel of shards of hardened steel went through his arm in three locations in the inside of his arm and out the outside. Didn't hit an artery. Didn't hit a tendon. Wow. Did no permanent damage at all. He got stitches in three locations and was home the next day. And it was, and yeah. as much as that guy was bleeding, I thought he might not make it to the hospital. So that was exciting. And there again, being in the hospital, even then, yeah. and that was yeah. two and a half weeks ago, was yep. super fucking creepy. So you're right, Scott. Don't go hurting yourself, because can you imagine yeah. what it would feel like to be inside a hospital right now? It's oh, the last the place I want to be. And think about what it feels like. Be, wound. What if it's someone? If what if it's your job to be in a hospital right now, and it's your job to treat people who you know are sick? Those people are fucking heroes, and my hat is off. Oh, yeah. that's that's a terrible situation to be in, especially if they don't have the right gear, you know. So, 
Um, yeah, very awful. I, I just, I'm every time, like I almost like do something to myself. I'm like, Oh God, stay out of the fucking hospital. It's like last place I want to go. That's one That's reason right. I have the grocery store freaked out. Oh, I'm going to go get a beer. Hang on. Oh, damn it. All right. When he comes back, I'm going to go get a beer. Um, I don't know. It's hard. Cause usually like you can go like, well, shit, the nuggets really shit the bed the other night, you know? And then you're like, then you can talk about that for five minutes and then, but the nuggets haven't shit the bed in a, in a, in a few months. So it's a little hard to, a little hard to, to deal with. Just that last game. I mean, they went down on a, <laughs> on a low note. Yeah. It was awful. That's, that's a lasting memory. I think so, that's it. so, so oh, Ryan, so Ryan, who's the abs player that, that got tested for COVID? Well, I know you know. So I, I don't no, know. No, I don't want you to out him. We were, we were guessing. We were guessing. I said it's definitely got to be an American. But then I don't know how many guys have left the country since now we're the, the most infected country in the world. Uh, you figure it's got to be somebody who's still here. So probably not Miko Rantanen, but I don't know who else. We are number one. We are number one. <laughs> Doing great numbers. USA. Doing great numbers. <laughs> well, we were like tremendous <laughs> numbers, John. For, for, for work. <laughs> For work, we had somebody was having somebody come from an Asian country, and we're and then at first we we're kind of like, oh man, maybe they better wait and see. And I was like, hold on a second, it's probably worse if someone came from New York than that if they came from like Vietnam or something, you know. So if they're coming from New York, I think you have a little more little more fear than if someone came from China or or, or or Vietnam somewhere where they maybe have a handle on a little better. So. Listen, I don't know how you guys feel about cruises, but I've always felt like cruises were a hotbed of disease, and this is just proving how bad cruises are. I, I would I've been, never have gone on a cruise except that one up to see Alaska. I'd do that. Who's been on a cruise? Has anybody been on a cruise? I've, I've got a cruise story. So late February. Now we're not talking cheese. We're not talking Cheeseman Park, Scott. No, 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 no. This is about a cruise. Okay. So late February. Uh, my in-laws, they love cruises. So we're supposed to do this cruise this uh, summer, doing the uh, starting in Ireland, Dublin, going to the Norwegian fjords and then the Belfast oh, and, and back. And then we're going to go on to Prague and none of that's happening anymore. But late February, we had a chance to get all of our money back. It was the last day. And I pleaded my case of there's a cruise ship on the coast of Japan and um, it's filled with coronavirus and we should just get our money back now. And my in-laws said, no, 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 no. It's it, nothing's going to happen. It's going to be fine. And mm. uh, we kind of blew that chance at that point in time. Mm. And, and no further than eight days after that, we all canceled and, uh, oh. and we're done. But yeah, cruises are horrible. They're, they're absolutely, yeah, they're petri. And everyone so named a, fun way to a princess. Everyone <laughs> well, named a princess suddenly has like 70 people with coronavirus on it. Now, hold on. I've been on, th I've been on three cruises, believe it or not. And they that were, they're all, a lot. Yeah. They're all Disney cruises. And, um, and, and they, they were all fine. They were, they were good. There was no issue. I get seasick. I don't like it. I don't like being kind of cooped up like that, but um, I had no issue with it. It was very, it was very clean, but it was, it was also Disney. So I think they do a little bit better job than that. Um, so I had no issues with it, but um, now I, there's no way I would never, I would never yeah. put myself in that situation. You know, I just realized that something that's very ironic about all of this is that our lives right now are all kind of like we're on a cruise 
Yeah, kind of. I mean, every bit. now and then you get out, you get to get off and go into a little island town for a while, and then rush back to the fucking boat and deal with your kids for <laughs> pretty much four hours a day. You know, I've you don't get said, to go play I, bingo I like... and stuff, though. Sure, you yeah, do. But... Sure, you do. It's just instead yeah. of bingo, you're playing Borderlands with your daughter. Oh, that's John that keeps putting those messages there. Now I understand. I was confused. Yeah. He's getting a beer. It's getting a beer. Um, should I do my questions? Should I oh, throw yeah. those the in there? It's the okay. questions. What? It's the questions. questions. Yeah. What? It's, it's questions. the question. What? Okay. Yep. If you think this pandemic is crazy, have you seen that show about tiger people? Where, where does Jake Jabs fall on the Tiger King spectrum? Uh-uh. When the Broncos run out of sanitizer, does everyone just ask Elway to breathe on them? Did the city of Denver leave enough live rats in Civic Center Park to eat all the dead hobos? Did Denver Mayor Michael Hancock pound the table to have escorts included as essential services? After having been cooped up with my kids all day, every day for the past two weeks, would anybody blame my wife for claiming they both died of coronavirus? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. What's going on? What did I miss? Questions. Questions. Oh, okay. Questions. Yeah, I got it away while you were while you were. I was making efficient t- use of time. Good, good. I what a drag going forward. Like everything. Like this changes everything, right? Like going anywhere, going to concerts, going to sporting events, going to bars. Like we all wash our hands like a thousand times a day. Like oh, it's uh, this my fucking like, horrible hands, dude. My skin right here. It's just oh, it's miserable. I start getting horrible. little bloody spots on there. No, you're right. And I, I was watching like a, I was watching t- like a movie or a TV, TV show, and just the way people interacted, I was like, oh god, don't hug them, don't, oh, don't, don't, every show. don't shake their hand. Every show does that. Dude, that every happened show. to me during Indiana Jones. I was like, oh my god, look how closely the, that guy's touching the glass. That yeah. guy's touching the glass. Now, now I live like this all the time though, so I'm always very conscious of what I'm touching, and I'll usually wash my hands. I'm a little bit of a hand washer. I was when I was a kid too, but um. Now it's kind of like, okay, now everybody kind of realizes that it's kind of gross out there. So it's it's probably a good thing. You know, obviously we want to be able to go to a bar and sit next to each other and not have to worry about it. But um, yeah, there might be some adjustments from, from here on. I, that's what I wanted to talk about, Colin. The fucking DNRV, those guys, those poor bastards. That's the most fucked up thing I, I can think. I of. was like, I was like, that is fucking awesome. And then I immediately went, "This is probably not the right time to do it because it was already happening." And I was like, Ooh, "Oh, it was already good. happening." Like yeah. when they announced it, it was. It was oh, and I was no, like, "This is so." Do this right now. I was like, "This is so kick ass." And even when they had that kind of op- that soft opening, I was like, "Man, I really want to go down there." And I was like, "Nah, I better not. I better not." I talked, dude. I talked to Brandon on the phone the next day. And he was like, man, it was cool. There, you know, there's some people there. I felt weird about it, bud. It's like I felt weird about it. I did, I wasn't sure. It didn't feel responsible. You know what I'm saying? And no, I mean, I mean, and for those who aren't familiar, 
these guys at DNVR used to be bsndenver.com. They expanded their blog and their digital offerings. And they, what happened was they were arranging watch parties at sports bars like the Blake Street Tavern, and they were attracting 300 to 350 people for Avalanche and Nuggets games. And so it occurred to them, let's partner with a local sports bar and make it make ourselves part of it. We're bringing these places a lot of business. So they move into a sports bar on a, I'm going to say on a Friday, the following Wednesday, every sport was shut. And, oh, no, uh, no, no, no. It was it before was, that. Uh, it was before that. It was, oh, was that everything it went, was and then the party was Friday. It was yeah. done. Yeah. Like sports was done by the time they had their grand opening. A, a, a great idea. Fantastic idea. If it was well, any I'm other time, if any other time in history, it'd be fucking the best. But it was just the fucking worst timing. And I hope that. Uh, oh, here, let me take this down now. Uh, <laughs> it was a quick one. <laughs> a quick one while he's away. Um, it was loose. When and when. When obviously, when this is hopefully, when this is a oh, no, I think Colin's dying. I, I think Colin's dying. I think coronavirus. It's, ta- it's taking him, Lord, Lord, uh, t- Lord, take him quickly. Oh, that um, was funny shit. Um, and, and I and I hope that when this is all said and done, or at least clear enough, we can everybody go down there and pack the place and make them some business back because it's such a great idea. I, I love it. I thought it was like, this is fantastic. What a, what a good idea. I What's just, the old bar is, was it the bank? Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The bank. Okay. Yeah. Our, our old, our old friend Aaron X used to be a bartender there a long time ago when it was something else. So uh, been there forever. Great location. Um, that's fantastic. It's not downtown, which fucking sucks. So it's it's well up uh, on Colfax there. I love it. It's, it's, uh, great. it's right by right by Bourbon Chicken, right? Right down there. It's, I think Bourbon, uh, Chicken's Bourbon Chicken the moved. No, no, oh, it's, it's 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 on Colfax in York. Okay, but the bummer because it's Chicken a risky venture, right? Like restaurants well, and bars are risky ventures to begin with, and then one the of your way- key points just disappears. The way their arrangement was was sketched out, not a huge risk as far as buying like food and booze and stuff. Um, it's more of a of a partnership than it was an outright yeah. purchase. But like like um, they branded it kind of okay. exactly, 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 and moved their offices in there and everything. Right. But as far as I know, Brandon has still not gotten let any staff go and that guy if anybody in the world can fight their way through this besides me it's him i know guys like him but he he is an entrepreneur to the core and it's never for a guy like that it's never about making money yourself it's about bringing people along for the ride that's what is in his heart and if if it doesn't work out for them just what keep an eye on keep an eye on brandon spano you'll see five ten years from now he'll be doing something else um, something else remarkable. He's just a, he's a remarkable dude. He's he's a fucking he's a go getter, and uh, yeah, I'm wishing them the best too. And I went ahead and paid the four hundred dollars for a, a lifetime subscription I already had. <laughs> yeah, so, I was gonna say you already had one. Yeah, so I just wanted to show them that I support them. So I did it because I could, you know. That's nice of you. It's very good. Well, yeah, I hope it I hope it pans out. That's that's gonna be a great place to go. Um, and 
Actually, it's probably it's a little closer to my house than if I were to go downtown. So it's kind of I'm being again being a little selfish. Uh, it's it's in not a bad spot. So, um, but yeah, crazy timing. But you know what? That's kind of that's kind of how it's been. So, so you know about the locusts, right? There's fucking locusts too. So we've got plague and locusts. South Africa's Africa's got like fucking locusts, and there's going to be extreme storms tomorrow too, John. As a fellow agnostic, are you starting to maybe think the the, the Bible is responsible for all of this? Oh no, I, I'm an atheist. Don't get me wrong; I'm not an agnostic. I'm a full atheist. So let's let's not mince words here. So you know? no no Bible, or may, maybe they just maybe what? some people who wrote the Bible knew what they were talking about. Well, an agnostic an agnostic is someone who doesn't necessarily believe in God, but is not really sure. An atheist is sure. An atheist knows for sure that there's that there's no God and and all that. Yeah. Did, did, we, we, I, we, as you've seen in Vegas, do I need to I, put a banner up? You've seen in Vegas. I like to hedge my bets. That's fine. Um, yes, it 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 seems it seems scary. It almost seems biblical, but I'm pretty sure it's just um, it's just our our general stupidity and and circumstance that's that's doing us in as usual. So it's population control. You. Uh, you know, so I so I talked to a guy. I won't out this guy, and he I don't know how if he's sane or not. Is it Jesus? This whole, it was Jeffrey. Uh, well, he claims he Jesus talks to him and so forth. But all right, so uh, so he claims that it was all this was man made, right? This, yeah. this whole virus is man made. Um, it wasn't supposed to get out. Like it, yeah. uh, it it somehow got out at the zoo in Wuhan. So somehow, some way, it escaped by accident. Uh, Bill Gates Foundation is kind of behind the whole thing itself, and that there were fifty thousand bodies in uh, in China that they were burning. They have to burn them for like forty five minutes at a time to eradicate the virus, and then the locusts then could smell the decay in the air and were traveling then from Africa to China. And now that the decay is gone, they're heading back to Africa. I mean, when you put oh! it that way, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it does. It really does. <laughs> I can't wait to get on Facebook. <laughs> so uh, it was all for population control. That's why they, div- that's why they created this, uh, this virus. Yeah. They got out if, it was, it was for, for population control, they waited way too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like of, 12 monkeys. We're living 12 monkeys and we just need Bruce Willis to go back in time to save us. Exactly. So today I'm, today, many times recently I've walked up and down the South Broadway corridor and just like looked around and just observed things and who's boarded up today, um, basically. And uh, there's this group of homeless guys that hang out in the in the um, the foyer of this vacant space that's soon to be occupied. Well, maybe not. The guy probably lost his ass by now. Um, they were remodeling the space. It's fucking really cool storefront. It used to be a theater. And uh, these guys are just, they always hang out there. Today Wait, kitties? Were- the old kitties? No, other side of the road. Kitties has been remodeled already. Mm-hmm. Other side of the road and up a couple blocks. It was a small theater and it's got a blue enamel tile front. It's just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Almost Art Deco, really cool. But it's beat to shit. It's been really badly neglected and poorly taken care of. It's supposed to be being remodeled, um, but all these guys sleep there. And um, today there were like six of them. 
I went by at about 11.30 this morning, and they're passing a bottle, and their faces are just inches from each other. And I thought, this population is doomed. They're fucking doomed. Oh, yeah. So I was, no sharing that, I was sharing that thought with another smart person later that day. And he goes, here's what you got to understand, though, dude. Those motherfuckers don't come in contact with the kind of people that are getting infected with this. They, you, you and your friends and your fucking white buddies all ignore those motherfuckers. So they've got their own little culture where it's not going around. I mean, look at the numbers. It's not going around. And I was like, oh, my God, that's an interesting point. You know, you talk about you talk about all these ski resorts. What do they have in common? Rich people and Europeans, and people it, it, traveling all over the place. Yeah, the people in city and parks and them. All it takes is one, and they all got it. So, oh, they it. all got it in a fucking heartbeat. I was fucking skiing up in Breck. I was skiing up in Breck, and we stopped at oh, the house to get lunch. Type- by referring to it as Breck, you just established yourself as the resident white guy. Of hey, you, why would you call it? Why wouldn't you call it Breck? I call, I call it Breckenridge, yeah. Colorado. If you, you would just say I was snowboarding, yeah, I don't have Breck. to call it Breckenridge, Colorado. I live in Colorado. Yeah, That's I just like, call it. I I'm call not it wearing Breck. a Breckenridge T-shirt. That's like the token poser. You know, you got to buy the T-shirt and then wear it. If, 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 hold on, sorry, 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 Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. If if I was gonna if I was gonna like. Like I was like had to send someone to work up there. I'd say, "Oh, it's in Breckenridge," is what I would say. But then if I was talking, I was like, "Yeah, man, I was up in Breck. I was fucking, I was like snowboarding, you know, drinking some craft beer." I would say Breck. Then that's no Breckenridge is the town. Breck is the mountain. We got gotcha. you. Sure. We got gotcha. you. Yeah, fair oh, enough. Talk about the brew house. <laughs> so so we stopped saying? at the warming house to get food, and there, you know, it just. A hundred different languages are being spoken in there and, you know, people are coughing and you're rubbing up against everybody trying to get through. And I turned to my buddy. I said, this is how we get it. If if there's any any chance of us getting coronavirus, it's being around all of these people from different points in the world. And then it was like a week later that somebody in Summit County came down with it and they weren't even from there. Yep. So my Aspen, Aspen went crazy. And why did Aspen go crazy? You have people flying Australian. in and out of there. Yep. An Australian, they're all they all got snot all over their gloves and are opening yep. doors. Yeah, just, um, about two weeks quick. ago, um, or yeah, it was about two weeks ago. My son, uh, and friends coming in from Grand Junction because they go to college there, and they were coming back home because college is shut down. Bunch of doctors, huh? Asa University. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. a lot of doctors, and um, they're from Mesa. Um, so they, they, uh, he's like, they're going to stay with me tonight. They're going to, they're going to crash in the basement. We're going to, and I, so I helped him get the basement ready and me, you know, made popcorn and get everything situated with these dudes. And, um, and then it dawned on me, I go, Oh fuck, dude, where did they stop for gas on the way? So I said, I need to know Kilgore. We got, I got to know. So he texted him. He goes, they stopped in Avon for gas. I was like, oh, fuck. These guys went to ground zero, and now they're going to be in my house. And um, and this was, you know, it's been a couple of weeks back, so my wife didn't think it was that big a deal. And my son was demanding to know if they could come over or not. And I was just like, uh, all right. So I put a, I put a, a big pack of sanitizer wipes down, and I told them no making out. 
You just deloused them when they walked in the door. <laughs> yeah, spray them down. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, and, I took it's the same trip not- around the same time. Stop, probably stopped at the same gas station. If that were today, no way I let him see. Oh, no, not at all. But but that's the whole thing. Two weeks ago, same deal. Whole different time. Whole different time. No, not a whole different time. It would have, it would have been the, the time. That's when the, the week before St. Patrick, that St. Patrick's Day weekend, is they were like, that's the week everyone should have stayed home. And then everybody did not. And then that weekend, everyone went out and was going out and partying. And it that, was like that, that Saturday, that Saturday, I put $20,000 in the fucking till that day and South Broadway was packed. Yep. That was the last mm-hmm. time the following Monday, it was a ghost town, almost like it is right now. That's how fast that shit happened. And you're right. It was a week too fucking late. If it were exactly one Saturday prior when people got the, the fucking clue, I mean, it would have been a completely different thing, but the Saturday before St. Patrick's day, People were drinking green beer and walking around in the street. Yep. Even though they shut the parade down. The following Tuesday? Oh, yeah. Fucking ghost town. Fucking ghost. They had to shut down, they had to shut down all of Chicago because of uh, the St. Patrick's Day celebration. They had to shut the whole thing down because of it. And let's talk about, too, like Colorado. Great that we're here. And our governor has been awesome. But hasn't he, though? That hasn't he, though? He's fucking great. Um, um let's let's uh but there's only let, a couple of states on lockdown like ours. We have New York, we got us and California. I believe that's it, isn't that it? I think uh Idaho and Montana, maybe, or Idaho and somebody else did it today or late yesterday. And that's why that's why we'll get we'll hopefully get out of this relatively unscathed. And that's why Jared Polis should throw out the first pitch at the Rockies game when they have the home opener. I'm for it. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very proud of him. And it's, it, I did not vote for him. And um, I realized I had a, a really shocking realization. I think I said something about it on Twitter. It never became, it became more clear to me than ever before how much person Trump's party um, be, in a case like this. I, well, I that's, all the, that's all the time we have tonight, folks. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I don't care if that guy's a Democrat or a Republican. He's the right man for the job. And he right. makes me feel better. When I hear him talk, it makes me feel better. When I hear a certain other fella talk, it doesn't make me feel better. And what really drives me nuts is when Polis has to wait for the other guy to talk before yeah. he starts talking. And the other guy goes on and on and on and on and on. And then it's Trump. It's finally Polis's turn. And I said on Twitter, it's like going from a, it's like going from Slayer to Tchaikovsky. You, you've got the other guy just and no information. And then here's Polis. He goes, this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. This is what we want you to do. This is the potential outcome. This is the worst case outcome. We're in this together. Um, here's a, here's a, a Bible verse. And uh, by the way, I've been in business. I relate to these people. And uh, let's all do our best. Bam, boom, bam, boom. Concise. He's doing just a beautiful job. I'm so proud of him. I really let's, am. Let's not slander Slayer too much, okay? Uh, yeah. Sorry, Scott. Just like Lip Biscuits or Insane Clown Posse or something <laughs> like that. I was going to say like Sam Smith or, yeah, Insane <laughs> yeah. Clown Posse. Yeah, Slayer, that's giving him too much credit. Come on. Right? So. 
<laughs> I just mean in, I just when I when I say that I mean in terms of just the grind on your brain. It's like oh god, ah, like oh. insane clown posse, limp biscuit. I think that's the limp biscuit. I mean, we may have to sacrifice some old people for the economy. It's it's patriotism. It's 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 all that's all we can ask. That, that's hey, well, ask now what you can do for your country. And that's turning out to be bullshit. Everybody's like, well, you know, maybe, you know, people who are over fucking 80, we can just let them. Oh, no, no. 17-year-olds, 22-year-olds, 24-year-olds are dying from this. And maybe it has something to do with, uh, with our diet. Maybe it has something to do with our culture. But in the USA, we're not seeing the same exact statistics we were seeing from China in terms of whether old people or young people die from this. And I know that people with asthma, there are people with asthma in every age group, and they're very mm -hmm. susceptible. Uh, it's just crazy. I just every day I go out and I just kind of have to remind myself like, oh, yeah, it's going on. Yeah, we got to you wake up in the morning and you remind yourself. But um, let, let we're almost at an hour just about. Let's let's leave on a positive note. Um, halfway there. Halfway, yeah, half, well, we got we got another right. we got another One we third. got about another hour and a half before we start getting into the fantasy hockey bullshit that that Ryan's pulled. That will that will finally uh, <laughs> listen. You want to handle this? Let's, let's handle let's this go right back. now, Colin. Let's Colin. go back to when Colin dropped John Tavares. That was a year. That was yeah, last year. That, that, that and was how just, did we handle that? How did we handle that? They handled it. A, we handled it as a group, democratically. Yeah. And it was, but it was obviously a mistake because no one would drop him. He he didn't know what we, he was doing. That was obviously a mistake that should have been corrected. Now let me let me posit this to you, Colin. NHL isn't coming back. Okay, we're not going to have any more any more hockey. It's the, the NHL stopped after the after the first week of the NHL. We're not in that league. We have no champion. The first week, we have we, no champ. We do have a champion. It's me because no. I had the most points. I had the most no. points when the league stopped. If the league does not come back, then I am the champion. Scott's the arbitrator here. The Scott, what do you arbitrator. I don't think so. That's uh, that's not how it works whatsoever. That's how you determine a champion. Win, win, win loss record is more important than points. Oh, Just because you no. scored a lot of points doesn't make you the champion. It it yeah, depends on the playoffs. No, no, ridiculous. because no, it, if the eighth if the eighth seed had the most points of anybody in the playoffs, then that person would be the champion because they had the most points at that point. I just happen to have the most points, therefore I'm the champion. Well, you guys should just wait until there might be a season later. It could happen, right? Like it could, could happen. So here's some stuff because I've been doing some reading. You know, guys, I'm in that kind of little healthcare world over here. Um, as this virus keeps kind of moving on, it is mutating, but slightly. And as it does mutate, it's getting weaker. Like there's a chance like this thing could peter out. It's a chance. Um, I don't think they're calling the season anytime soon, right? I think, uh, if anything, um, you know, I, I guess we'll see what happens in uh, summertime, but I don't think it's going to happen before then. Scott, there's a chance. Me, Scott, let me put it this, this way. Let mm -hmm. me put it to something you can understand. Fantasy yes. football, okay? Mm -hmm. We're, we, we, got, we got a fantasy football playoff going on, right? And you're right. you're up against Colin, and and right, and like in this in this current matchup, you've got 
125 points and Colin's got Wait, hold on a 115. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. I'd like to explain uh, yeah. about this guy right here. Exactly. Yeah. See, so okay. if you had 125 points and Colin had 150, oh, everyone's got their trophy. Where's my goddamn trophy? <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a trophy. Uh, well, see, with this one here, you may recall. Well, that this one <laughs> is that ET? I think it's ET. Uh, I think I was like the sixth seed, and I barely made the playoffs this year. And then what did I do? Oh, I laid waste throughout the playoffs. And if you were leading, if playoffs. if you were if you were the sixth seed and you and you were leading, and the season had to stop, and there was no season, then you would have been the champ because you you were leading mm, no. in that point. You gotta you gotta no. have a playoff. That, that's that's how it works. That's your the logic is flawed here. Like you're saying, if you if you had had a, uh, a a team that played a Thursday night game and everybody else was waiting for Sunday, but because you had more points because of the Thursday game, you should win. Football's no. a little, football's a little different because obviously you they, made they it the football the analogy, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, just saying. I'm you. just trying to. Okay, let's say baseball. Scott's won the baseball league a couple times. Same thing, Scott. You got you're you're leading in the playoffs. You should have you should have uh, taken home the title. By the way, you're gonna have to you have to give me that trophy so I can mail it to my cousin. The foot the yeah, baseball one. Back there. So yeah, I figured it's your trophy case. I understand. Anyway, well, listen, there. I I just I just want to play some some fantasy sports at this point. That's all I care about. I just want to play some, maybe some fantasy baseball. I'm not even that big a fan of fantasy baseball, but I want to play some. Uh, just just I want it just to get back to that, and we can do it again. So, what are you taking? What it pills nice. are you taking? Chloroquine. Chloroquine. <laughs> nice. Uh, Colin, Colin, as a supposed to help. As a betting man, are you betting on uh Trump's press conferences and the weather since that's all there is to bet on these days? Oh my god. No, no, I'm betting on matchbox cars. Here, you know what? Hey, track. here here's a little tip. If you guys use like DraftKings, I'm sure FanDuel is the same way. If you use their app. Every day they'll give you like you know tokens or whatever, and you can build it up and get free things. They're giving away tons of shit. Like you can just get like tickets to games. I'm just stockpiling them. So when they do have games again, I'll have all this free like shit to do. So just go to the app every day, and they'll give you they'll give you free stuff. It's great. Well, speaking to that, and then we then, golf. Go ahead. Golf and tennis and those type of yeah. things are, are those canceled? No, it's no. It's all it's, it's all okay. League of Legends. It's all canceled. It's all League of Legends. You, you, can bet on, you can bet on League of Legends games, which is which is video games. It's my worst nightmare come true. Absolutely. Um, just one more note, then we then we can sign off. Um, the the gambling begins in like May, right? We could we could start gambling again. Apparently, so yeah, what do we gamble yeah. on? Yeah, well. Hopefully it's baseball, I would think. But if, if the NHL is going to NBA is going to start up, then maybe it'll be that too. So that's actually cool because when they announced it, I was like, "Shit, all you can bet on is baseball, well, that sucks." But hey, maybe it'll be maybe it'll be basketball and and hockey. How about the fact that every single casino is closed right now? How insane is that? It's crazy. I think we should be able to it's bet on who dies next from coronavirus. <laughs> I'm I'm sure I'm sure there's a, a celebrity celebrity death pool out there. Colin <laughs> Donald you, Trump would be like minus one fifty. If you're if you're gonna bet, Colin, how are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it through an app or are you gonna go up to Central City? 
I think you have to do both. If it's like the ones in Vegas, you have to go to the casino to sign up and get your card, and and then you install the app. And I think you have to cash out there. Yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't know how it's going to be structured. But shouldn't the DraftKings uh, uh, sports book work in Colorado once it's legalized? No, no. I think I think it already does. When they have oh. a couple of location, physical locations too, sportsbook locations. Well, but if and if they make one in Colorado, then yes. But I don't know mm. if that's their plan or not. Um, but well, that's I, the next I, move I, for uh, DNVR, right? Have a little uh, betting booth inside their bar. That'd be perfect. Well, that it won't be legal in Denver because the uh, it's only legal oh, in the casino towns. Um, yeah, you can only do it up there. The last thing I really wanted to say before we go is is. Um, to anybody who is still listening and you guys, um, I had a realization that we have to limit our intake of news. And just, and I had a couple of days ago, I just became overwhelmed and it, it, I was monitoring everything and go, and watching the news on television and, following it on social media and taking it in and taking it in and taking it in and then drinking and then taking in a bunch more. And I could not sleep that night and anxiety was running high. And it dawned on me, there's nothing I can do other than not share this virus with other people and not get it myself. That's all I can do. And that's all any one of us can do. So the more we know, sometimes the harder it is to get through from one day to the next. So um, the way I look at it is, is you want to take your news in shots and sips and don't guzzle it. It's good. It's a good point. There's a, there's a good text, advice. there's a, there's a text thread that Colin, you and I are on and somebody was just posting death totals. And I was like, I don't need to see that shit. I don't, I don't care about that. Uh, I'll see it eventually. I'm, I'm, I know it's going to be bad. It's not anything I need to like keep up on. I don't, I don't need to keep track of it. Like it's like, it's fucking Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa home run chase. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck that. I don't, that's not, that's not the, the, that's not the, cha- uh, the totals I want to see. So. Yeah. We, we, we already won. Yeah. <laughs> like it's over. We won. So it's, we're, we're, we're done. Well, what did we win? What did we win? Well, we have, we have the most cases, so that's oh, will follow. I mean, yeah. It's just what it is. And it's probably America's exactly. back to leading the way. Yeah. America first, baby. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, well, this is fun. Um, it's, it's great. It, this was cathartic. It was nice to see everyone. It was nice to talk. It was uh, good. I, 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 I want to do it as much as possible. Hopefully people can, you know, if they, if they got a laugh out of it, that's great. We can, uh, we can do it again soon. Uh, but, uh, gentlemen, all of you, please feel free to, to say, say some final words and we can sign off. Stay healthy. Be well, everyone stay inside. Look, we're going to emerge from our bunkers like, uh, Brendan Frazier and blast from the past and the world is going to be different. But we're all in it together. We love you, Denver! (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll get back to you very soon. Adios. (laughs) 